Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast Backstage at Epcot Edition. How you doing, Johnny? All right, all right. Yeah, sitting out uh, outside the back of the Living Seas, looking at the uh, flag waving by the monorail station, and guests coming in. Uh, they, they sneak right past me, and I can look right down and kind of eavesdrop on them. So. <laughs> yeah, I wish you could take pictures, John, so I could see exactly uh-huh. where you're sitting, uh-huh. but I know you're not allowed. <laughs> You've already told me. I've tried. Listen, Disney, he's a good boy. He's taking none. He won't give me anything. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's still, that's one of their uh, stickler stickler rules. Yeah. I mean, I, I I see Mickey and Minnie and uh, Pluto and Goofy walk by, and they have got three uh, three handlers with them. And one day there was a, a cast member down here, and he was doing FaceTime with somebody, and he kind of turned around the phone, and they jumped on him like Ooh. white on rice. So, <laughs> listen, we don't need anybody seeing what's going on back here. Yeah, you don't want to see what Mickey and Minnie look like without a... <laughs> no, no. What, there's no such thing. The there's no illusion, Johnny. The Mickey yeah. and Minnie, they're, they're real. They're huge mice. Anybody yeah. who's ever seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, uh, Moranis, he, he blew up the mice. That's why they're like that, Johnny. And the chipmunks. And, yes. And lots of other animals. Goofy, so. Pluto, Grumpy, all the characters. They're real, everybody. Boys and girls. But anywho... Uh, Football season went off pretty good this week. We had uh, some pretty well, good games. Well, your opinion, not mine. <laughs> I loved it. Sucked. Yeah, your Eagles actually looked pretty good, damn good. So. Yeah, they did, you, dude. You can't feel too bad. Nope, I was very happy with that. I mean, our, I, you know, everybody knows I'm a big Dougie P fan. I mean, because he has the best name in the world to begin with. You know, most Dougs are very intelligent, as you know, John, by dealing with me. But I will say the new coach. Uh, I was not unhappy with Peterson at all. What I was unhappy with is the defensive coordinator, and you knew that. Yes. Like, like the the offense played great. I love Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is a class act. I mean, you couldn't – if you, you have kids and you want to tell them who to grow up to be like, you, you want them to be like Jalen Hurts because even when he gets moved, demoted, whatever he does, he sticks to his beliefs that he's going to work hard and, and do good again. You understand what I'm saying? He's a good person. 
So yeah, I'm rooting. Like seems I'm, like a really nice guy. So I'm rooting for him wholeheartedly. But and Carson, he's gone. He's in Indianapolis. But the one thing I will say is our offensive line played together, and we they played well, and they finished the game, and that makes a big difference too, John. <laughs> you know, yep, you know, yep. th- through 14 games last year, we didn't have the same offensive line, so. That, that doesn't help, but we really look good. I don't know if we look that good or the Falcons are that bad, but I'm going with we I'm look that the good. the Falcons are that bad because we play them this week, so uh, let's hope they they were that bad. Yeah, I was telling Lisa last night, uh, before that game last night, look at look at Doug's team sitting atop, alone atop the NFC East. Yep. 1-0. Yep. <laughs> so everybody else was 0-1. So yep. You yep. had it. Yep, we're champions, buddy, <laughs> for, for one <laughs> week. Now. For one week, I'm very happy. But, uh, dude, I won in our league. I won in my other league. My my favorite league, though, not that I, everybody with the podcast, I love you guys, but my favorite league I've had since 1991. I, I think I could call that my favorite. Do you, do you think that, John? I suppose if you don't if you don't love us, that's fine. Yeah, I love you. I love you wholeheartedly. But can you believe I lost that game? Because Aaron Rodgers got me negative two points. If he only didn't even do negative two points, I'd have won, John. I lost yeah, my – could you ever imagine him playing that bad? I thought you had Jameis Winston on your team. I have him too. We're a two-quarterback league, but I didn't okay. start him. I started Kirk Cousins and uh, – and well, Kirk Cousins did great. He, he, yeah, lit, up, yeah, he but... lit up yesterday. And uh, I didn't start Jameis, John, because of – you know, being transplanted down into Jacksonville, I didn't know what that team was going to do. Yeah, yeah. So, and the and the thing is, Doug, I heard an analysis say this week if if they had told you before that game began that somebody was going to have five touchdowns, no interceptions, and the other player, the other quarterback, was going to have two interceptions and get and get benched with ten minutes left in the game, you would have flip flopped on that and said that Jameis would be the one hidden to the bench and uh, Aaron Rodgers would be the one with five touchdowns. So uh, go uh, figure. A hundred and ten percent on that one, John. Go figure. Yeah, he looked atrocious. Uh, well, I don't hope... know if he's that that disgusted with Green Bay and and what he feels like they've done to him and stuff, or if he's just he's hit the wall. One of the two, right? Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping it all goes away this Monday night because they're playing Detroit, so they got the same thing you guys have. They got a push a pushover team, and they better win. But in our league, I was happy. Yeah, I lost by I like I said, if I didn't get negative two, I win, John. One touchdown, yeah. John, is all I need to win that game. But anyway, Rivers, I, I beat our buddy Aaron Ryan 133-98. to You lost to Evan. I mean, Evan is mean to you all the time when you used to play. You know, he took I, me out back and whipped me like a redheaded stepchild is yes, what he did. Yes, yes. We love redheads on this show, but, John, you can say what you got to say. I love redheads. <laughs> all right, he whipped me like uh, little yeah. Buford from the yeah. Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah, How he, about that? He, lived, he whipped you like Johnny Peters. <laughs> got whipped when he was a little kid but anyway he beat you 123 to 77 uh mr watts beat your beautiful wife lisa 117 to 98 this is the saddest one of all tommy beat pat 126 to 104 ain't that sad that pat lost oh poor pat yes the beautiful Judith Lee, she won 129 to uh, 129 to 83 over our buddy Mr. Hamilton. Sean Duffy changed his name to the Seven Dwarf Miners. I like that. 
I like the new name instead of the Mesa Verdes. I like the Seven Dwarf Miners. He won 115 to 105 over your poor son. The whole Peters family was out behind the woodshed this weekend. Oh, you're you're not kidding. Even even my sister-in-law, Melissa, her introduction to the league, she got beat too. So yeah, woo woo. Yeah, we kicked butt. Yeah, I mean Monorail Bob beat her. He couldn't even let the poor lady have a new uh, welcome to the league. Could he? <laughs> uh, welcome to the league. What? Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, so the poor Peters clan, you guys didn't do too well. No, 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 we didn't. Uh, we're hoping for a comeback this week. We'll see how it is. Yeah, I got I got beat in my other league too. So, yeah, it was not a good week for fantasy football for me. Not good at all. So. That was very, very sad. I feel like I'm missing a game here, John. Yeah. There's 14, there's 14 teams. There's, I got yeah, one. Yeah, should have been Matthew Watson, somebody. Yeah, you know, Matt, I got Matt. Okay. Yeah, he lost to Bangers. Oh, he beat Lisa. Okay, okay. Well, uh, there you go. The, it cleared. I got them all now, Johnny. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, so. But anyway, it was a lot of fun to start the season. It was even fun yesterday because one team in the NFC East is 0-2. Makes it even better, John. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got a game and a half lead. <laughs> yeah, my Eagles are a game and a half better than the Giants right now. I'm in a, and, and, and the Giants is Tomater's team, so that even makes it sweeter. No, awesome, awesome. He's at large. So, but did you see those uh, tables I finished this week, John? Yeah, yeah, looks good, looks good. Yeah, Mrs. Davis is very happy with them. I was working out in the shop on them. I'm building a couple ladders right now for her, so I'm having some fun out in the shop while I'm doing some other woodworking. What have you been doing this week, John? Working, uh, driving the bus, driving the bus, driving the bus, and driving the bus. And uh, my shifts are starting to change. I've got... Uh, Today's kind of afternoon, tomorrow's afternoon, Sunday's afternoon, but uh, Tuesday I go in at 7.30 in the morning, Wednesday I go in at 7.30, and then I got 8.58 and 9.05, and yeah, so hopefully I'm back to where I want to be. I, I, I'm telling you, I like it so much better uh, grabbing guests in the morning and taking them to the Magic Kingdom in Epcot than I do of uh, dragging uh, depressed, sad, uh, cranky people home at the end of the evening. So uh, everybody's chipper in the morning. You know what I mean? Yep, so. there's zippity doo da, zippity yeah, exactly. a, on to the Magic Kingdom on our way. You know, they're like, woohoo, let's go. Got to go eat. Get, they got their morning coffee in them. They're all reared up. On the way home, they got blisters and bruises. <laughs> blisters and bruises, and the child's mad because they're leaving, and then yeah. he's tired, and oh my goodness, and, and they don't want to fold their strollers. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Dude, I, if I was you, I would look online to get, like, a neon sign that goes on the end of a stick that you could just shove out the door. Yes, child must be out of stroller. <laughs> well, I, I get to the point now where I pull up to the full gate, and I get, and before I even let them on, I, I open the door, I jump out, and they go, masks on, folders fold, uh, strollers folded, masks on, strollers folded. And then you still have people. They wait until they get up to the very bus, and then they take. And I maybe I understand if your child's sleeping or something, but if you got two kids in there and both of them are three, four, five years old, and they're both wide awake, get them out of that stroller and get that stroller, stroller fold it, please, please. Yeah, just do the right thing, you know, John. Yeah, like, it just, is what it is. Just do the right thing. You know, you're getting on the bus. Wake the kid up. Yep. And be ready. Don't make everybody else also see. That's the thing. They're only thinking, we'll let, we'll let little Tommy sleep another 10 minutes. But then they wait till everybody's on the bus, and then you, everybody else has to wait for them to wake little Tommy up. Like, I, yep. I, little Tommy's adorable, but get him up. I don't care. It's, it, it's like people only think about themselves. It's like I'm in Home Depot today buying dowels, you know, wooden dowels. 
And I was looking for a certain kind, and I bought... And my foot is killing me. My left foot's hurting me again. And I'm in depot, and I buy this... I grab this 10-foot wooden dowel. It's oak. But I really didn't want oak, but that's the only one I've seen. And then as I'm walking across the store, I remember they have other dowels over with the pine and everything by the trim. So I get all the way back across the store and find what I want. So... Most morons would just take the one that I had from the other side of the store and just put it in the rack, the bin that I'm in. Am I wrong, John? Yeah, most people would. But I had to, even with my bad foot, walk clear across the store again to put that one back. I grab my new ones and put it away. I can't stand. Just do the right thing. Am I, am I wrong? I mean, was then, you then, you then you can try. You can try, cart preacher. Preach on, cart, cart man. Oh, yeah. That. that don't even get me started on that. I was watching a poor guy at Depot this morning put like, literally, Johnny, put like 40 carts away. And they're so lazy. And the big ones out in the park. Like, literally, you have you have more carts in parking spots than you have cars at the store anymore. Yeah, yeah, our Walmart's like that. It's absolutely ridiculous. And they don't do a good enough job of keeping them out of the parking lot either. So they're, it, the parking lot's just littered with them. No, it... it very sad lazy lazy bones lazy bones is what the, ain't that what the cart narcs say lazy bones lazy bones to get them all pissed <laughs> off i love that guy it, it, that, that amazes me that people get so upset over that phrase uh-huh. he's, he's not even cussing at him or no anything. he's not even saying anything horribly offensive it, and, it's just it, they see themselves in that remark and and it's it it, it strikes a chord with them yeah, so they right. know that he pegged them uh-huh. So I guess that's what it is that pisses you off so much. Uh-huh. So. The truth hurts is the worst. Yeah, exactly, it, it's exactly. the absolute worst. You know you're wrong, so you lash out. Yes, yes, exactly. So. Lazy bones, lazy It cracks me up because it also reminds me of my best friend, one of my best friends, Eric, that lives down in the Keys. The guy who calls that lazy bones reminds me of my buddy, Eric. My buddy, Eric, <laughs> has that sense of humor that just gets under your skin so bad. Like, whenever you say something to him, he goes, come on, come on, no it didn't. Like, and you just want to, and when he says lazy bones, it reminds me of my buddy Eric going, come on, come on. He has this stupid smile on his face trying to call you a liar, if you get what I'm saying. But When, when I was when I was driving the truck in Sarasota a couple of years ago, it was a couple of days before Christmas and, uh, St. Ramon circle down there for people who have ever been to Sarasota. It's a crazy shopping district. It's a big, uh, a big, uh, roundabout and it's hard to get across, especially in a truck. And so if I'm trying to make my way, especially if I'm going home at the end of the night, I might have to pull into traffic and block you for 30 seconds while I wait for the way to clear. That's the only way I can get out. I'm so- I apologize, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I did that. And I had this guy, he, he's in a convertible, so I was obviously a tourist. By the way, nobody in Florida owns a convertible. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're obviously a tourist, I'm sorry. But uh, and so he starts yelling at me and screaming at me. And now I'm in a good mood. It's Christmas. So instead of getting all mad and, and get, yelling at him back or anything, I go, well, you have yourself a Merry Christmas. And this just blew him <laughs> off. His face got red. And then he started effing me this and effing you that. And I said, well, and a happy new year. And then his head practically <laughs> came off. So the nicer and more embevelled I was to him, the just more angry he got. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's 30 seconds, dude. Relax. Oh, I hear Relax. you. Relax. Oh, I hear you. I 100% hear you. Uh, it, 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 people, I, like, nobody cares about anybody. Like, the, the, the thing that I get to is, like, you ever in the line for the, uh, when you're at the ATM? 
and you'll have the person in front of you you'll do like 12 exchanges in the line it's like yes Yes. it's like dude (laughs) no do one turn see i feel you do one and if you don't get what you need with the one, go back around and go through again. You shouldn't go through. Like, I'm watching a guy in front of me put, like, five cards in to check his balance while I'm behind him. And, I, like, my head's about, like, I can feel the teapot ready to explode, man. I was going to get, or, or he was out of money. I was going to say, what do you need? Did you just get rid of you? <laughs> <laughs> can I give you a 20 spot? If you yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. But anywho. But, yeah. Besides that, Johnny, uh, besides going nuts at the Home Depot this morning, I'm doing good. Uh, Disney uh, Disney seems to be doing good. You guys, uh, the 50th anniversary is getting closer and closer. The Creation Shop opened up, speaking of stores. I mean, that's like the biggest news in the world right now on the Disney planet, ain't it? Yeah, well, that that and just the fact that we're, a couple, uh, what, two weeks away from uh... – from the 50th, so yeah. uh, anticipation of uh, uh, massive crowds coming two weeks away. So I'm, I'm hoping we can handle it. So yeah, I mean, well, it's weird. Like I have a lot. I I've had a couple cancellations on trips too now lately, which is the last minute because of everything going on. Which the people who canceled are vaccinated too, and they're still getting freaked out. It's like just get vaccinated so we can all go. Yeah, that would be nice. Well, speaking of vaccination, I wanted to bring up something that Robbie Bottoms uh, retweeted uh, on his Twitter feed. It said uh, this this character named uh, Real Patrick Kling. He said he says I'm not sure why a lot hasn't been made of the vaccine requirement at Disney. Thousands of cast members are about to leave the company. Gross overstatement there, silly man. <laughs> there yeah. are not thousands. <laughs> Believe me, I work here, uh, and I probably work in the most. Well, what would you say the uh, the place where the most elderly—not elderly, but oldest cast members—on general. I mean, every. I'm a young guy here. I'm almost fifty, and I'm a young guy in buses. Um, and for the most part, they are. They are your. There's a lot of your anti-vaxxers. And they are either getting the vaccine or they're leaving. But I don't know. This story goes on where they're going to do a, uh, a march up and down Lake Buena Vista Drive on Friday at 2 a.m. And they're going to march up and down that street right in front of Disney Springs. If you want to get fired from Disney, get, get caught doing that and blocking traffic. Mm-hmm. That'll get you fired quicker than not getting the vaccine. I guarantee you that. So, the, the I don't one... know. It, 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 it's, it, I, as far as I know, I don't know of one person that hasn't got it yet. So thousands, I think, is a bit of an overstatement. The the one that I've seen has the most right now that are leaving, that I've seen a lot of uh, movement on, a lot of the soldiers in the military are refusing to. A lot of them are walking away. And i even seen one, and I don't get it. I, I, I mean, it's your choice. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, it's because... your choice. Yeah, well, dude, it's the younger generation now. They are totally I... different than what we were. You did what you were told back then. Well, no, I walked into boot camp and I got uh, 11 yeah. uh, vaccines. Yeah, I mean, but and today, I have no idea what some, of, what some of them were. And before we went on uh, our med cruise, we had to get more vaccines. Before we, I went into where I before I flew into uh, Africa to pick up mail, I had to get another vaccine. So John, I got all kinds of stuff. John, so, and I 100 percent agree with you. And I bet you every single person in line with you didn't say a word. But I guarantee you right now. When that that's if they had the same group of people walking in the line, they'd be questioning every single shot, every minute, what it does, how it does it. Like, it, it's a totally different generation right now. It, it's 
And there, there are a lot of them I'm seeing. Like there was even posts of them asking for jobs because they said they're walking away at the last minute and they don't have anything set up. So it's it, it just get vaccinated. I don't get it. I really don't. But that's what America was built on. We all have a choice, right, John? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you totally have a choice not to get the vaccination, but Disney and other employees also have a uh, choice not to hire you. Exactly, or, and, 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 and keep the, your employment. I and mean, you have, you're not going to jail. You're not no. going to jail because you don't get the vaccine. No. But that doesn't mean people have to hire you either. No, so. and it's our right not to. And 100%, the company shouldn't have to. I, I, my construction business, I wouldn't hire anybody that's not vaccinated because of my mother-in-law. Yeah, and if I go to the movies. I want to know. I would, especially someplace like movies or a restaurant. Yeah. I would feel a lot more comfortable in an enclosed environment with, with everybody knowing that everybody had a vaccine. Absolutely. So. so, but again, you know, and and the crazy part is the whole world is fighting. They don't want you to have the right to choose one thing, but they want you to have the right to choose another. It's it's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's nuts out there. Yep. It's like every time you turn it on, but please, everybody get vaccinated so we can get life back to normal. And you're going to be busy down there, John. I hope you, if, if these thousands walk away, you might not have to help. I might have to come running down to help you, John. Well, I'm just hoping there are some bus drivers leave, so I move up in seniority. That's all I care about. So, yeah, go ahead and leave. No. Let me have your uh, 8 to 5 o'clock shift. Can I get that one, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hear you, John. You'll have to get me fast-tracked to the bus driving job. Yeah, there you go. But I will say uh, I, I seen the Creation Shop and Club Cool both open. And Club Cool looks awesome. It's it's a lot bigger than the old one, it seems like, from the videos I've seen. You think they'll still have the sticky floors? Uh, probably. Be, uh, okay, I was watching. Did you see the lines for this? No, no, I didn't. 45-minute line <laughs> to get in there. Okay. Yeah. And this is where I have, again, where we talk about, respect, like, caring about others and stuff like that. You got these vloggers going on, which I'm happy I got to see this store, right? But you got the vloggers going in there, and I'm, I'm not going to call out anyone, but I'm watching one, and she's, like, trying every single one of them and giving you a review of what they taste like. She went from, and it's like, John, you know, you waited 45 minutes. There's a line out there around the corner. Would you feel comfortable in there just tasting every one and doing a review when you know there's a line that long outside? No, but I wouldn't have waited 45 minutes in the first place to, no. to get free soda samples. I mean, honestly, if I was after one of those anyway, I'd just go to the, the World of Coke down at Disney Springs and, and then you can get a full glass and, you know, maybe you'll pay a couple of bucks, but a lot less crowded and a lot less uh, aggravating. So. 100%, but they had to see the inside. It looked it looked really cool. Yeah, it looks pretty. Yeah, I like the pictures. It, it looks very updated. So, yeah, uh, it was definitely a little dank and uh, outdated in there. So it looks really nice. Yeah, and it's right next to uh, the, the creation shop. So they're both right there. But they also changed out. Uh, they also changed out the... Uh, the sodas. The only one that's the same is Beverly now, John. They redid all the other ones. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, as long as they have Beverly, that's the one that people are after, you yeah. know. And I'm looking at the the fountains, okay. And there's a lot of them from around the world. And then in the middle, Sprite is really Sprite that, uh, uh, you know, oddball flavor. Nobody's around America has tried Sprite before. Well, it's Russia Sprite. Oh, Russia Sprite. Yeah, it's Russia Sprite is what it oh. is. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. 
Yeah, it has avocado in it, John. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sorry, cucumber. <laughs> All right, well, then I guess that is different. I thought I, I was just looking at it, it just looked like Sprite. No, uh, yeah, you're right. It does just say Sprite, but it is in a, it does, it's a Russian flavored Sprite, is what it is. Okay. Had. Well, that would be interesting then. Okay, I take it all back. Cucumber yeah, Sprite, huh? It's Russia Sprite, originally launched in 1961, is now enjoyed in multiple countries around the world. Sprite Cucumber from Russia has a crisp cu- cucumber flavor, providing a fresh twist on the classic lemon lime beverage. So Actually, I'd... I probably wouldn't mind that. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Seven Up and Sprite in the first place. So if it had gave it a little cucumber, I bet you it'd be good. Uh, one of them uh, cucumber margaritas from Mexico. So. Yeah, but it would be good. Shot of vodka. I'm yeah, sure that go. goes in it in Russia. Uh, Moldova is a raspberry, John. It's Viva Raspberry is a delicious sparkling beverage from Moldova, a country in Eastern Europe. The slightly tart. Yet sweet raspberry flavor is complemented by a hint of raspberry juice. Uh, China is the China one is called Smart. Smart China, uh, and it's it's sour plum tea is a traditional Chinese beverage that has existed for over a thousand years. Smart sour plum has a savory, sweet, and tart flavor that is considered by many to be the ultimate sparkly. Uh, thirst quencher. You, would you think you would like some plum uh, tea, John? I would like to try that. Uh, I might try it, but I'm not a giant plum fan. So. And then you got the Philippines, the Philippines, John. They got a royal watermelon. It's called yeah, royal like water. What's that? I'd like that. Yeah, it's a sparkling beverage with a refreshed sour watermelon flavor available exclusively in the Philippines. Then you got Korea. Which is Minute Maid Joy, it's called. And that's an apple lynchy. is still a beverage with ripe apple and lynchy notes. Lynchy is a tropical, super tropical fruit tree native to southern China. And it now cultivates in many parts of the world. You got Dominican Republic. Which is enjoy the smooth, creamy, tropical fruit taste of Country Club. And that's the name of the drink. It's called Country Club, John. So, and then we got Madagascar. What is Madagascar here, John? I can't read that one. Offers a unique taste. I can't get that. Then you have Beverly, which is from Italy, which the girl's going, it doesn't taste that bad now. I thought it tasted worse. Beverly, not that bad. I'm like, I don't know what you're drinking, but. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bitter. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, Beverly's just flat out nasty. But the whole store really looks good. And I will say the creation shop really looks nice. The whole pavilion looks really good now. But uh I'm I I still don't like the name. I like the inside of the shop. And have you seen some of the clothes that are they they're selling in there, John? Uh no, I see the pictures of the store, but I haven't seen a lot of the clothes, so uh oh, dude. They're selling a track suit. That literally looks like uh, Don Johnson and the guys from, uh, what, when, uh, what was it, Will Farrell? He played, uh, what was that dance movie they played in? Uh, Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, Night at the Roxbury. How the heck did I remember that? Holy cow. Very good. Because I had it earlier. I gave it to myself in my notes for this, but in my own brain. But yeah, it, it's a cross between John, Don Johnson and the Night of the Roxbury tracksuit, John. You wouldn't catch me 
Dude, I feel like I, if I wore that tracksuit, I should pull it up to my nipples and w go to Boca Vista and become uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's uh, father's best friend. Oh, come on. You're in Jersey. I mean, some of the some of those tracksuits I saw the Sopranos wearing. I mean, woof, boy. No, yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. Dude, Polly Walnuts would say, I'm not wearing it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you excited about the Saints of New York? Yes, I am. Yeah. yeah. Uh, New Jersey, isn't it? Saints nah, of New Jersey. No, it's Saints of Newark. 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 Newark, yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, uh, real excited about it. Actually, I was going to get rid of uh, HBO, and now I feel like I have to hold on to it so I can watch it on HBO Max. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. either that or I might actually, if I have a chance, I might treat myself and uh, go to Disney Springs, go to the movies, and then eat at uh, one of the Italian restaurants down there. That would be a good uh, Sopranos-themed day. <laughs> so. uh, John, you ought to come up. We'll go to the Bada Bing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go over to the Bada Bing. We'll get a couple, and we'll watch the movie. You know what I'm saying to you? Sounds good. Good. Anywho, but, yeah, that's coming out. In less than a month, a couple weeks now. Yeah, October 1st, right? Or thereabouts. Somewhere, yeah. Somewhere in the beginning of October. Yep. And I can't wait. Uh, speaking of October 1st, opera operating hours extended at Walt Disney World theme parks for, for the October 1st start of the 50th anniversary celebration. Dude, you could be the dumbest fortune teller on the planet and you'd have been able to say that they were going to extend the hours. You could have predicted that one. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think that's far-reaching to no. say that maybe the hours are going to be extended uh, probably October through February. So it, there's a good chance. Well, well, Judith is all upset because they haven't announced the operating hours yet for her vacation in January. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be quite extended. So. Yeah. Especially right there at the holidays. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, she's all she's all upset right now. She's asking me when they're going to be released. And I told her, I said, I'll contact Bob and Bob in a couple minutes, and I'll let you know. I mean, like, how am I supposed to know? Yeah, uh, I'd like to hear that conversation. Oh, yeah. The last thing I'd be talking about was operating hours, John. <laughs> uh, I'd be talking about them getting operated from my boot being removed from somewhere. Fab 50 Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse statues dedicated to Walt Disney World cast members. Did you see that one yet, John? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That's, they're... they're uh really good looking statues so let's see if were... earlier this week while disney world president jeff vale unveiled a new dedication plaque at the magic kingdom to celebrate cast members past present and future uh part of the fab 50 character sculpture collection to celebrate walt disney world's 50th anniversary the new mickey mouse and minnie mouse figures are a thank you to cast members for making walt disney's dream a reality uh, you can find Mickey, Minnie, and the dedication plaque in the hub at Magic Kingdom just in front of Cinderella Castle. And they really look nice. They got, uh, we'll continue the story, they got, they put up Figment and a bunch of them over at the, at Epcot too, John, that really looked nice. So they're up everywhere. I wonder, I, I wonder, I haven't seen any at Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios yet that have been reported, but I'm sure they're going to go there too, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. the I mean, obviously, the Lion King ones are going into Animal Kingdom, and then we, we read them last week, whereabouts they're going to be and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm sure there, there's probably ones getting unveiled every every day. So I'm going to read the plaque here. Walt Disney's World cast members have always been the heart of our magic. These statues, the uh, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, are dedicated to celebrate cast members' past, present, and future. Thank you for making Walt Disney's dream a reality. Dedicated the 15th day of September 2021. 
So. so, damn, if you have a lawyer now, you guys should all march together and say, listen, they admitted that we're the most important ones here. We need our raises <laughs> immediately. Uh, well, I get one October 1st, so I'm, I'm, I'm all right. So. Yeah, there you go. Good for you, kid. You deserve it. Uh, preview of Spaceship Earth, new lighting. That looks absolutely beautiful, don't it? Yeah, that picture right there. They're really. I haven't seen it look like that, honestly. Uh, I've seen it uh, light up at night several times, but it's always just plain white lights and stuff like that. So this colorful version is uh, that's really gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, and it's saying there's gonna there could be uh, it's saying there could be multiple. In this image above, we seen an impressive lighting display that is using a recent installed LED light fixture across the entire exterior. So they're showing the design of it. You could see it wouldn't be an off here. Um, I'm no, looking at yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm looking at the, the close-up picture of the little light thing on there, the yeah. LED, right? Yeah. And then I glance up, and I see Spaceship Earth literally right in front of me, and I'm looking, and I can actually see the little things in between the uh, the divots or the uh, geodesic sphere, uh, yeah. little parts. Yeah. So I can actually see them from here, so that's cool. No, that is where you're sitting outside, lucky dog. Yep, yep. And rub it in, John. Rub it in. Ah, just thought I, I thought you'd like to know. Uh, I reporting. Really, I, I'm, I'm glad you told me, all, all kidding aside. Of note is how the lights are being used to create a subtle effect with different colors and intensities across the surface. So apparently, they show other pictures here. It's going to have all different lighting, uh, different styles of lighting throughout. So that sounds really cool. Yeah, it does. It looks very cool, too. Uh, new behind-the-scenes video shows more of the Harmonious coming to Epcot on October 1st. I wish you could be there, John, to report on what the heck this is. Oh, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be here October 1st, but I, believe me, I don't think I'll be getting anywhere near the parks. Oh, I'll be getting near the parks, but not the park entrances. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's videos up right now behind the scenes on Magic and uh, bringing the global music of Harmonious. Along with seeing more of the show and hearing more of the music, there are comments from Mark Huffman, show director Yaron Spywalk, senior music producer, and Clint Clark, audio designer. So, uh, I'm I'm anxious to see it, John. Again, I just wish they would remove the barges. I really do, because there was more photos of Epcot, like they showed a figment and a lot of the statues being up, and then you see these big black blobs of crap in the middle of the lagoon behind them yep see stargate ready yeah. for uh raw to come through yeah dude i really feel like that one that one uh of the last star star wars where all of a sudden all the the ships are there surround now you know what i'm talking about <laughs> exactly yeah it's exactly what that lo looks like stars wars star wars rise of the resistance to pause virtual queue and use standby lines for the first time in history yeah, the switch from virtual queue to standby only becomes effective September 23rd. Disney said, we know our guests love choice and flexibility when planning their time in a theme park, which is why starting on the 23rd, we will pause the use of virtual queue for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, and guests at Hollywood Studios may experience the incredible attraction using a traditional standby queue for the first time since it opened in 2019. Virtual queues continue to be helpful with attraction access, merchandise launches, grand opening, and more. And guests should continue to check the My Disney Experience app for the latest on how we're using virtual queues across property, including its potential use at Star Wars Rise of the Resistance at a later date or from time to time. When Disney Genie launches, Rise of the Resistance will be one of the attractions that makes use of Lightning Lane with paid access. 
to enter the line. It appears that this pause in the virtual queue may be to prepare for the new system or to give guests them a chance to experience the traction prior to the upcoming chart changes. Star Wars Rise of the Resistance has made use of the virtual queue since it opened in 2019. Boarding groups typically reach capacity within seconds of being opened each day. So I don't, I don't know for, for a change for a little bit. I don't think this is that bad of an idea because there's a lot of people that just aren't as tech savvy perhaps as other people. And uh, this will give them a chance to at least just go stand in line and get on the ride. See, and then I'm going to play the devil's advocate on this, John. It's not like me. So just listen, I'm going to get into this real quick. Cause it's the first time I'm seeing this. I didn't even know this was happening. I think that they're going to use this queue to fill up because the park's going to be so crowded. So it'll make people stand there for hours out of the way. And then they'll also watch everybody do the lightning lane and run by them and then hop on their phone to buy it. Yeah, there's a possibility of that. That's Certainly. what I see happening because when you're using the queue, if it's not available, you're not even thinking about using You understand what I'm saying? You don't feel like you're being – you're losing some. But when you're standing there in line and you're watching people go by you constantly, it's like, well, what? how are they doing this? And you might pay for it. But also, I also think the biggest thing is, is they're going to use this line now to eat up space, to get people out of the way. Because if you have a virtual queue, a lot of them just stand right in the center of. Yeah, you're right. And and that that's actually nice because yeah. uh, just trying to walk around uh, Galaxy's Edge exactly. even if, if, if it is a pain because there are just gobs of people just waiting for their. It's kind of like waiting for your Fast Pass for Soren was a years ago. You know, well, uh, you would get lunch at sunshine seasons and you wouldn't be able to find a table because mm. people are just waiting for their fast pass to be up so you know it, it's kind of like that so uh yeah i don't have a problem with it if that if this means that i'm going to be actually be able to go in some of them stores finally yeah, that would be nice so. absolutely because i think that's what's happened i think they're going to use this because imagine if pandora didn't have the line and it was a virtual queue you couldn't yeah, move on pandora yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so i think that's the reason they're just gonna okay you want to wait two hours Feel free. We'll get you the hell out of our way. <laughs> yeah. Well, now this will, this will definitely make me think, you know, if the park's opening at 9 o'clock, if me, Lisa, and JJ got up at 6, ate breakfast, and headed over there, then there's a possibility I could talk them into that. Instead of getting up, having to be on property by 7 o'clock, and then getting in the queue and not making it in. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, if I told them, look, we're going to have to go wait three hours, but you'll get on the ride then well hopefully because there still does have the problems of breaking down but mm. you know obviously uh we have a decent chance of getting on it so 100 percent. you also know how to get in at rope drop and all that stuff to possibly oh be... there's no way there's no way i'd show up here at 10 30 and expect to get on it i mean no. you're, you're fooling yourself in your but, mind i mean but i know so. you know ways to get into the park a little quicker and park you know we we have our little little ways because of going so many times. You know how to get through traffic and get in there. So absolutely. So, uh, what else? Fiftieth birthday birthday cake joins Mickey and Minnie Topiary in the Magic Kingdom main main entrance area. That really looks pretty too, don't it, John? Yeah, actually, I saw this the other day. I was uh, over there on break and walked past it. So, but you know, I'm in my uniform, so I can't just whip out the camera and take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I can look at it. So, yeah, it looks beautiful. It's right in front of the train station. I really yep. like that. It's pretty, very, very pretty. Happy birthday, Mickey! And we'll refurbish an update on the Contemporary Resort. Uh, are you excited about this? I'm excited about roaming through there and see what's going on. 
Yeah, I think it needs to be a little updated, don't you? Yeah. A lot of the contemporary looked very, very dated. It didn't look contemporary anymore. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> look retro, actually. Yes. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, this looks pretty. I mean, uh, especially with uh, some place like the Swan Reserve uh, yeah. opening up. I mean, that, that is a contemporary resort, um, very modern. And uh, driving past it and then trying to go to the contemporary and telling people, no, this is the future of... Uh, a resort stay not necessarily you know so yeah well i'm excited i am excited about uh walking over there and seeing it <laughs> i was hoping you would talk because i had a sneeze i i paused it john but you didn't up oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, all I could hear was you stopping, so I didn't understand. That's nah, okay. I, I'm, we're still going here now, so the audience will know. I'm going to mute it again so you could talk about something, John. I'm going to sneeze in a minute. All right. So. <laughs> yeah. What's the next news story there, John? Yeah, you know, uh, from what I've seen, Polynesian uh, 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 construction is almost done. So thankfully, and actually, speaking of that, uh, we have switched our vacation. We're moving uh, from... Uh, <laughs> Springs in the middle of January, so now we're staying at the end of January to the beginning of February, and we're going to stay back at the Polynesian. Um, so we're going to be in a studio over there. So hopefully everybody can handle a studio after staying in a one bedroom. But if you swap it out with being able to stay at the Poly, I think we'll make do. So nah, and, uh, that'll be nice, John. You you're over your old Key West love that quick. That, see how he is, old Key West. He'll kick you to the curb that quick. It's all about the new shiny. You know what I'm saying? Uh, bright new shiny. So. Yeah, John's, John was like, this resort's mine now. I'm never leaving you. <laughs> never, ever leaving you. Oh, the oh, poly's wait, done? Look. The poly's done? Oh, oh. Poly's yeah. open. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Uh, look at the legs <laughs> on her. Look at the legs on the poly. I got to go over there now. <laughs> uh, uh, construction's done? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got a new snack kiosk opens along the Creation Shop at Epcot too, John. You got a little little pop up. That'll that'll be nice. Um, I mean, would the more the food, the merrier around the park, John. Yeah, World Celebration Popcorn. Epcot has a new snack kiosk along the brand new Creation Shop. It looks the stand offers popcorn, ice cream, and drinks, including beer. You can find the new kiosk in the corner of Creation Shop near to the bridge of World Showcase. Uh, it doesn't look like anything super special. So, but yeah, just another place to grab popcorn, beer. Uh, well, yeah. it's a, it's a good thing when you do do when you do 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 when you when you do do when you get the popcorn buckets and you want to refill them. It's nice to have another location to fill it up for your two bucks. You know what I'm saying, John? After you buy the popcorn bucket, at least you can get free refills. Yeah, and actually, well, not uh, free. Two bucks is basically two dollars in Disney's free. I'm sorry, but it is. Yeah, uh, well, for popcorn, that's not bad. So, uh, no, that's actually one of their better deals they have out here. That silly popcorn bucket. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, and Epcot is actually one of the places where it's kind of hard to find because there used to be only be the one over by uh, the land, and then you had uh, the maple popcorn in um, Canada, and I think uh, maybe somewhere in America had popcorn. But that was about it. So it's it's nice to have another place to get a refill. Well, what do you think? Do you think our uh, our well-to-do friends Judith and Tommy will uh, take this one on, celebrating at the top of the 50th Flavors fireworks cocktail party coming to Disney Contemporary Resort? I could see Judith talking Tommy into this one, couldn't you? 
Uh, a lot of their plans, uh, or their Disney plans, I don't think Judith talks Tommy into anything. I think he just shows up and they go. No so. way. <laughs> He's a good boy. He's trained well. He's trained well. Yeah, Judith is, Judith is the planner in that family. You're the planner in yours. I'm the planner in mine. But, yeah, there, there has to be one, and then there's the other person that kind of just gets dragged around to wherever yeah. they're going. So. Brenda's happy as long as an icy drink's in her hand and, and, and she gets some food. She's good to go. She She's very easy. Uh Next trip, she's going to want to go. The only thing she'll demand is Ratatouille. The rest of the trip will be up to me, John. There you go. Uh, you want to read this one, Disney's Contemporary Resort? Sure. I'll see what, uh, what Judith and Tommy will be enjoying. Yes. Disney's Contemporary Resort will be offering a Walt Disney World 50th Anniversary Cocktail Party beginning the 2nd of October, which includes firework viewing from the hotel's rooftop. Culinary offerings include sushi, small bites, Favorite dishes from the California Grill menu and desserts. Complimentary bar serves California wine, beers, and cordials. As the nightly fireworks showtime approaches, you can step out into the private observation deck reserved just for celebration at the top guests. After the fireworks, head back inside for Pettit Four desserts, cordials, and coffee. Celebration of the top 50th flavors and fireworks at the Contemporary is $129 per person plus tax and gratuity. Men must wear khakis, slacks, or dress shorts and collared shirts. Jeans may be worn if in good condition. Sports coats are optional. Women must wear capri pants, skirts, dresses, or dress shorts. Jeans may be worn if in good condition. Yeah, well, 129 for Judith and Tommy, that's a spin the bucket, you know what I'm saying, John, for this kind of food. Now, nah, but seriously, all kidding aside, I don't think that's too bad for... If you look at the food you're getting here, and, and if it's a night, I mean, it could be cheaper. It is a lot, but I think it would be a fun time, don't you? Once in a lifetime kind of deal. Yeah, I think it would. I, I think it'd be fun, and uh, and and as, as long as it's just the reserve deck that you know is built just for this anyway, so they're really not taking anything away from anybody else. It's not at the top of the world lounge, so if DVC members aren't getting you know uh, hosed out of our viewing or anything, so and it really depends on how much sushi and California wine you can drink. Yeah, so, well, they know, also have burnt. Yeah, they have bur- they have bay buns, John. That that up there, they have shrimp. They have uh, the small uh, sliders. They look like they have tuna poke. You know, I mean, there's a lot on here, John. Yeah, and I had a glass of uh, California Cabernet at the top of the World Lounge, and I think it was twelve or thirteen bucks just for a single glass. Well, so I don't I don't know if you're there for fifty minutes and you knock back two or three of those. Hey, you know. So. Oh, the positive thing too, Jommy. Jommy, who's Jommy? Johnny. <laughs> hey, Jommy, how you doing? <laughs> Jommy Orlando. Do you know John Orlando? But uh, the positive thing is, was I got crossed up because I was going to mention Robbie, our buddy from out in Cali, and happy birthday, Robbie. He celebrated his birthday at Disneyland this week. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. He said normally he's at Walt Disney World, but this year he's at Disneyland. So yeah, he looks like he had a great time though. And yeah. and again, the food that man eats. I, holy. I, how? That's yeah. what I was just getting into. Like, we might even be out of drink. We might even be out of afford to drink a couple of the wines that Robbie drinks going to this California Grill thing, John. I don't know. I don't know. Boy, he 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 hits life hard. He's yeah. uh he's a gourmand. There's no doubt about that. Oh yeah, dude. I I could not. I I mean, that man is not eating a Chick Fil A, <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> yeah. You know? He does. He does hit In and Out Burger. So, well, you know, dude, I mean, so. again, he won't do McDonald's. He's he, that's not good enough for him. If he's going to do a burger, it has to be like a gourmet. It has to be the best burger, John. You know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
who's Kentucky Fried Chicken? He only he he ain't eating no Chick Fil A. That man. But anyway, well, I don't know. Chick Fil A is kind of the premier of chicken, so that, you know that would be KFC or Popeyes. I ain't doing that one, but Chick Fil A. He has. There has to be uh, sugar canes or some kind of. There has to be another brand a step above that, John. Like In and Out is. <laughs> I'm just telling you, he don't do any of the chains. Robbie's not a chain guy. He has to do a adult. Even his uh, his uh, fast food has to be fast food gourmet on that next level. Uh, this I'll tell you what, the food looks good here, too. Epcot's Ep- Space 220 opening September 20th, 21. That's like a hop, skip, and a jump away. Uh, that salmon dinner looks pretty good there, Don. The Blue House salmon. Yeah, it does indeed. Yeah, so, yeah, and uh, this is one of the restaurants that we've been excited and kind of waiting for. Uh, so, yeah, uh, here's a look at first look at some of the food and drink at Epcot Space 220 opening on September 20th. Uh, yeah, the salmon looks good. I see the, uh, what's that? The coffee rubbed flat iron steak. That looks pretty nice too. Oh, absolutely. So. I'm a little lost on the garlic lobster globe. <laughs> that just kind of looks. Dude, <laughs> I, 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 I might have to get that just to eat out of the fishbowl. <laughs> it looks like a fishbowl on the side, doesn't it? I guarantee yeah. if Tomato ate with us with that, that bowl, that would end up on his head somehow. And I think we'll be skipping the plant-based bolognese. I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, roasted free-range chicken, uh, space green salad, uh, sticky toffee pudding. A big fan of sticky, sticky toffee pudding. I like it. Actually, the last meal I had at uh, Rosen Crown, I had it there, and it was really good. Lemon mousse, uh, Mystic Margarita. You can find more about Space 220 reservations. See the full menu uh, in the at the Walt Disney World website. So yeah, it looks good, huh? Yeah, I just went over here a little bit for start star course. They have a seared tuna. They have the blue house salmon. They have a, a centauri burger, which is a signature beef blend with white cheddar cheese, bacon, shredded lettuce, tomato, and onion, with fried potato wedges. We're gonna get fries if I have to go out, walk out the door, and go bring some back. Uh, they have a flat iron steak. There's no prices on here yet, though, John, for the entrees. Well, you know what we usually say when we find something, there's no price tag on. Oh, that just means it's free. Oh, okay. They have. To, it's weird. They have prices on everything else, but not the entrees. Like glass of wine, thirteen, fifteen dollars. Uh, the lifts off. They have lift off is a big, ba- a big bang burrata. Oh, come on. They're stealing from the Big Bang Theory. Uh, Starry calamari, blue moon cauliflower, Neptune tata. Robbie, I could see I could see Robbie get the Neptuna ta ta, couldn't you, John? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Centauri Caesar salad, the Space Greens, and then a Galaxy Green salad. They got a Bud Light for eight dollars and a Stella Antros for nine. I'm telling you what, I like Stella, but it ain't worth a dollar more than Bud Light. It's the same category to me. What about you, John? Uh, Stella's pretty close to a Bud Light, but uh, I don't know. I might get it just so I can feel a little fancier than you. Yeah, just get the Bud Light. I just get the Bud Light. But they had the Cricket Cam Florida Sunrise Sunshine Lager. I'd probably try yeah, that. Yeah, see, I'd be hitting one of those. Yeah, so. it's eleven bucks, which ain't bad. And then they have O'Doul's, and then they have Angry Orchard Cider. So, uh, I'm in, Johnny. I'm looking forward to trying this place. Yeah, you know what? Maybe they don't have the prices there because they don't know when the latest cargo ship from Earth is coming up. And so they have to, you know, prices vary by uh, the freshness of the products that were delivered that day. 
Oh, I hear you. I will go with yeah. Daichon. Okay. All right. What Disney and Enchantment Fireworks Dessert Party coming soon to the Magic Kingdom. Now, you know this is Judith and Tommy. <laughs> Uh, Disney Enchantment pre-party is priced at $79 for adults and 47 for children and offers dessert at Tomorrowland Terrace. I just ate there on my last trip for free and got a lobster roll, John. So I, <laughs> I, I think I won, John. What about you? Yeah, that sounds like you you, uh, you made out. So. Uh, followed by a viewing of Disney Enchantment in the Plaza Gardens at Main Street USA. The, the Disney Enchantment After Party is priced at 99 per adult and 59 for children. Offers fireworks viewing from the Plaza Garden, followed by a dessert, desserts, beer, and wine at Tomorrowland Terrace. Finally, Disney Enchanted Treats and Seats offers desserts, cheese, wines with fireworks seating inside the Tomorrowland Terrace, pricing at 114 for adult and 69 for child. And the party's open on October 3rd, 2021. And although reservations are not yet available, theme park admission and Disney Park Pass reservations are required. I'm still waiting for that ball to drop. I guarantee you, sooner or later, they're going to have a fee for a reservation, John. You can I get yours. I'm, I'm, you, you I'm can still get your, hoping that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just saying I'm hoping at some point we get rid of reservations. I mean, there's there's other theme parks in the Orlando area that never required theme park reservations. So obviously it's it's not something that's going to be stuck here forever. No, I hope not. Uh, what else do we have here, John? I'm trying to see the menus. for uh, Candlelight Processional is returning, John. That I'm happy about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually uh, do a lot of, uh, of uh, recruiting for that. I've seen a lot of people uh, trying to get uh, cast members that might have singing talent to try out for it. So. Oh, say does that star oh, spell. <laughs> Do you think they'll hire me? You got it. You got the gig. Come on in. <laughs> got the gig. Uh, this is what I was looking for, Johnny. I'm excited about this. They haven't announced any of the narrators yet for the candlelight, but it is coming back. This is what I was looking for. The menu for the new... I am happy about this. I'm going to miss my wave, but the wave disappointed me the last couple of times, so... The upcoming Steakhouse 71 at Disney's Contemporary Resort. John, tell them why it's 71 for all the peeps that don't know why they would call it 71. Well, there's this little place called the Magic Kingdom that was perperhaps opened in on October 1st of 1971. And that includes all of Walt Disney World properties. So that's uh, our birthday, and so that would be Steakhouse 71. And could that also be a brother or sister of Steakhouse 55 because Disneyland opened in 1955? Is that what it's all about, John? I think perhaps. And then I think perhaps uh, you may have to look at uh, uh, Disney, uh, what, Disneyland Paris, uh, Euro Disney, and see if uh, they don't have, what? what is that, uh, 81? I think so. so. Yeah, so maybe, maybe this will be a thing. Maybe they'll take uh, the, one of the premier steakhouses in all of the resorts and and name them after the uh, initial opening date. Yep. Well, the way we were doing that, John, it reminded me of, of Marissa Tomei and and uh, what's-his-face, uh, Joe Pesci and, my, and uh, my cousin Vinny, the way I was setting you up for that one, John. <laughs> and I'm Marissa Tomei because I got the good legs, John. You're more like, okay. you're more like right. Joe Pesci. But anyway, 
the breakfast menu offers everything from fresh baked pastries, avocado toast, to Walt's prime rib hash, and eggs Benedict, John. I think uh, Walt's prime rib hash has my name all over it. Oh, absolutely. I think all of us idiots will have to get it just because, Walt, I mean, what Walt ate. I gotta, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm getting that. Uh, so. So you, you want to uh, we'll do the breakfast menu here first? Yeah, yep. Yeah, that comes All first. Right. Breakfast, lunch, then dinner. All right. So entrees for breakfast. Two egg, uh, American, two eggs cooked order with breakfast potatoes and choice bacon, pork sausage or chicken sausage, eggs Benedict, two poached eggs atop an English muffin with Canadian bacon and holidays. Waltz, prime rib hash. Serve seared prime rib, fried taters, caramelized onions and peppers topped with a fried egg. Done right there. I'm in. Uh, steakhouse 71 feast, Doug. Mm. Benedict, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, Mickey-shaped waffle, bacon, cheddar grits, breakfast potatoes, and fresh fruit. See, I don't see you going to the park after eating that. Do I you? was just going to say, you better head right back to your room. Back to the room. Take care uh, of business and then head back to the park later. Uh, I think you're going to be laying down for a yes. couple hours. Jeez, uh, Steakhouse 71 seasonal pancakes, seasonally inspired pancakes with a choice of bacon, pork sausage, chicken sausage. Steak and eggs, two eggs, any style, breakfast taters, four-ounce filet mignon with Bernays sauce. So you get a filet instead of just a New York strip, which is normally served with steak and eggs. So look at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, veggie omelet, spinach, mushrooms, tomato, and Swiss served with breakfast potatoes. Ham and cheddar omelet served with breakfast potatoes. Western omelet, ham, onion, peppers, and cheddar served with potatoes. And, oh, Doug's Floridian yes. eggs Benedict, two poached eggs and crab cake with hollandaise atop toasted English muffins served with breakfast potatoes and then for your lovely wife the avocado toast avocado toasted multigrain bread caramelized onion jam although that has that onion jam on here and you said that was just not very good at all yeah so. she's not going there with that onion jam brenda will there go for go. the veggie omelet or uh she might she she'll have a taste of my see i'd have to get walt's prime rib whatever brenda's getting and then i would have to order a side of the florida eggs benedict just to try it again to see if it was only my trip that they screwed it up on well, you could get that feast. It comes with the feast, didn't it? No, no, that's the other eggs Benedict that came with no, that. So. Yeah, we want yeah. to try to Florida, but that sounds good. You got sides of bacon and sides of bacon and cheddar grits, breakfast potatoes, bacon and sausage, and chicken sausage. And then you got bourbon cold brew, John. Coffee. Maker's Mark Joffrey's co- coffee cold brew, maple, vanilla, bean, cream. That sounds good. Uh, Steakhouse Bloody Mary sounds oh, even better. Oh, Brenda's Cheetos. in there. A homemade vodka, natural blonde, Bloody Mary mix, steakhouse seasoning. Tequila Sunrise. Oh, we're going Eagles now. Paradua Resposo Tequila, tropical juices, rosemary, simple syrup, house-made grenadine, and a refillable mimosa. Masfa, cava, brute, sparkling wine, and orange juice. I better be taking an Uber over here, John. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can go over here, hit it hard, and then go uh, Magic Kingdom and walk it off. Yes, yes, and yes. But that that menu sounds good. That might be our. That's going to be our new breakfast joint. It opens. Yeah, I'm hoping the prices op- aren't 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 too crazy. I'm hoping it's a reasonably well for Disney a reasonably priced breakfast and uh, get that the Bloody Mary and a pot of Joffrey's coffee. Uh, uh, you know, press pot. Man, you'd be rocking. No, yeah, you'd have a good time. I'm looking forward to trying it. What do we have for lunch? And it opens October 1st. It's opening on uh, Walt's birthday, on the park's birthday, Walt Disney World's birthday. So There you go. Lunch menu, Johnny. That looks good. That uh, burger and that whatever that is on the side there looks good. Whatever yeah, it, it does. Uh, French onion soup, rich beef broth, croutons, 
uh, gratini cheese, uh, iceberg wedge salad, uh, blue cheese dressing, toy box tomatoes, pickled red onions, bacon, hard-cooked egg, fork and knife Caesar salad, Caesar dressing, crouton shaved parmesan. I guess they're just trying to impress you that it's a by calling it a fork and knife Caesar salad. Uh, Steakhouse 71 onion rings, hand-breaded with spicy ranch dipping sauce, shrimp cocktails, citrus post shrimp, cocktail sauce, chive oil, sea salt dusted potato brioche, butter roasted garlic tomato spread, uh, bacon and eggs, maple lacquered pork belly smoked cheese grits, and a perfect egg. You know, not just a good egg, Doug, but a perfect egg. Oh, I must have made that egg. Must have. Uh, must have, but that's an appetizer. Like those are I, that, yeah. Those yeah. are just the appetizers. Yeah, if I get that, I think I'm appetized. I think I'm full if I get that <laughs> big and egg. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, the entrees, buddy. This is what I'm. The first one has my name written all over it. Uh, loaded on me. Hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, sliders, burger, and sandwiches served with choice of petite, wet salad, Parmesan fries, or pasta salad. You, Crab you, cake hold sliders. On, hold, there you go. There you go. There we go. There you go. I thought you lost it. Go ahead. No. Lump crab cakes, Old Bay remoulade, tomato, pickled slaw on a brioche bun. And I'll probably, I'm, I'm here. A shaved uh, prime rib sandwich. Shaved prime rib, caramelized onions, herb aioli, provolone cheese, arugula, horseradish cre uh, cream. Stack burger, signature blend of beef, American cheese, lim lemon aioli, red onion, house-made pickles on a brioche bun. I don't know if I've ever thought of a lemon on a burger no but, okay uh turkey club oven roasted turkey applewood smoked bacon lemon aioli lettuce tomato served on allergy free bread okay uh, so that means it's gluten free right john i would say i guess yeah allergy friendly bread yep uh fish sandwich hand breaded fred uh fresh fish old bay remoulade uh lettuce tomato house-made pickles on a brioche bun Gourmet grilled cheese, toasted brioche, gruyere, smoked gouda, shredded pork belly, caramelized onion, and arugula. That sounds really good, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's also got steak frites, hanger steak, garlic, parmesan waffle fries, chimichurri, truffle aioli, vegetable wellington, mushroom duzel, uh, fire-roasted artichokes wrapped in puff pastry, romesco, Brussels sprouts, and a Salisbury steak, garlic I mashed potatoes. I think Mushroom the gravy and fried onions. I think the vegetable Wellington is what you're getting, John. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> I would probably, if Brenda would let me, I'd probably want to get the crab cake sliders and the prime rib sandwich and have surf and turf <laughs> to try both of them. All, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I want to try them both, and they're the two that really catch my eye. You know what I'm saying, Johnny? Yep. Yep. So. Dude, yeah, here the, for di these dinners look good. Yeah, for dinner, uh, the appetizer is basically the same we've talked about already, but uh, we'll move on to the steaks, uh, served with a choice of one side and one sauce. Yes. Oh, there you go. So right. you, you get something with it. Exactly. Instead of a la carte. Boo. So your steak choices are eight-ounce beef tenderloin uh, medallions, which means you're probably going to have, what, four twos or yeah. uh, two fours, I guess, something yeah. like that. Uh, Six-ounce filet mignon. A 10-ounce New York strip, 6-ounce top sirloin steak, a 14-ounce dry-aged pork bone-in rib chop, or a 12-ounce roasted prime rib and classic Yorkshire pudding. See, I'm going to go with the 6-inch filet because I want to keep these legs looking good. I could see Tommy going with the 14-ounce dry-aged bone-in rub. What about you? 
I'd really want that roasted prime rib, but 12 ounces is that'd be a lot. Uh, I don't think Tommy could eat the 14 ounces. I just think he likes to bone in ribeye. Yeah, well, that, that's a pork. That, that's a pork. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Uh, ten, yeah. He'll go with the 10 ounce New York strip then. I bet yeah. That's you probably know, what uh, you'd end up with, right? Of- to, to, to just try it, I might even actually be budget friendly and go without with the six ounce top sirloin. Okay. I do that a lot of times just to try different steaks because uh, the top sirloin is going to be a lot more affordable than a fillet. So. Yeah, well, uh, the sides are garlic mashed potatoes. I'm in. That's my favorite, John. Uh, gratin potatoes, macaroni uh, and cheese, cream spinach, seared broccolini, red wine glazed mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Charred asparagus. Sauces. Yeah. Bernays. Apoveur. Wild mushroom, whipped horseradish cream, chimichurri, red wine, signature steakhouse seventy one. I'd probably go with the signature. And way down here, way down here at the bottom, you have Florida sustainable fish and papote, shrimp, fried potatoes, asparagus, baby carrots, and a lemon bureau blanc, chicken chasula, pan seared airline chicken breast, parsnip puree, roasted mushrooms, a sauce schnitzel, and the vegetable Wellington. I'm not going here and getting chicken or. Uh, fish doug i'm getting a steak what do you think no i was just saying the way they put these and then they got that wellington crap again yeah the veggie the veggie but the way they're they're they put those three on the side like the uh uh, like they don't want you they don't even want you to see them they're trying to hide them (laughs) underneath like you get the steak and and shush you go there and and brian uh carmen's uh husband asked for the pescatarian option oh here (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes here all right yes sir Yes, but they're trying to get you. I'll tell you what, that Wellington in that, or whatever that is, that wrapped one looks really good, though, don't it? In the picture? Yeah. Uh, you think that's the vegetable? Yeah. Uh, Wellington? Yes, yeah, that looks that, pretty that good. That looks pretty nice. Yeah, so I think Brian would enjoy that. <laughs> I really do. That looks good. The, the, the filet looks good, too, that little six ounce with the melted butter on top. That looks good. The actual bone-in pork chop. That looks yeah, good. And yeah, the prime rib. I'll, yeah. do, I'll take any of those. Yeah. Bring me any of those right now, and I'll be a happy man. So. Yeah, we might have to do our next dinner here and then do a walk over to see the fireworks at night or head up to the – that's what we could do, John. We're all together again, have a nice dinner at Steakhouse 71. You guys can take us up to the top of the world lounge. We can have a few drinks and watch the fireworks. How's that sound? That sounds like a plan. Let's yeah. put it down. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, Judith will be calling me tomorrow. When we do this, <laughs> let's book it now. I love her, but you know she will be, right, John? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. So, how much longer I got you for, John? Uh, about five minutes. Okay, let's go to the other site real quick to see if there's anything pressing. What do you think? Call it a day. Uh, uh, speaking of the other day, uh, the other site uh, again busted for reporting false news. Uh, he or they put out this whole story that uh, Finding Nemo was going away, never to return, and so forth and so on. It's getting revamped and going to debut in January. That's uh, all. So, jump in the gun. I wish they would have reported, bit, news alert, news alert, Finding Nemo's putting in good seats. <laughs> They're the worst <laughs> yeah, seats. Comfortable chairs. Oh, yes, my goodness. Are they the worst seats in the park? I mean, like, whoever created those seats was trying to torture people in my opinion yeah you feel like you, you sit up and you got ridges in your butt um, <laughs> i mean it's like going to a nascar race sitting on the bleachers all day yep uh yep. disney's all-star music resort reopens john which that's good news 
yeah, I actually saw a bus pull into the uh, load zone yesterday, and I'm going, uh, that was the Magic Kingdom load zone a couple of days ago. Oh, well, not anymore. Uh, uh, yeah, all star well, music's open. Yeah, here's that story you were talking about earlier. Walt Disney World cast members announced protest against mandatory vaccine. Uh, what else do we have here? 50th anniversary banners everywhere. Uh, what else do we have, John? What's yeah, I'm looking it? through. Uh, uh, latest news. Virtual queue, yeah. Yeah, here we go. This is the one I want, the Walt Disney World one. It was skipping on me. It was hopping and skipping. I'll tell you what, Beast's Castle really looks beautiful. Uh, Behind-the-scenes video features new Harmonious. So everybody got some looks at Harmonious. They got more looks. Uh, they did menu reviews. Uh, I don't see much else, Johnny. A couple of new pins coming out. New limited edition Fox and the Hound pins from Sleeping Beauty. Uh, you see anything else, my friend? No, that's about it. And uh, I need to go grab some some lunch before I go back at three o'clock. So, what's the what's on the main menu for you, Johnny? Oh, I've got me a salad today. Oh, you're watching those hips. I'm proud of you, honey. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it it, it it's one of those meals that you can take anywhere and you can eat without a microwave if you have to. So, oh, well, dude, I love a good salad. We had a. We got this uh, Panero bread, this it, this apple, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but this apple dressing that they have. And Brenda made a salad this past week with fresh chicken, with all fresh greens, all diced up, with fresh apple slices in it, with this apple dressing that we had, John. Oh, my God, was that salad so good. Yeah, so. sounds good. I've got a prepackaged one from Walmart. So, uh, okay, <laughs> not quite the same thing here, Doug. When but. I move down there, Johnny, I'm going to be packing you some lunches too, buddy. <laughs> I will say, dude, before I let you go, that bowl—they have the prefix menu again and pricing reveal for that restaurant. That fish bowl. How many heads do you think that's going to be on before it's over with, John? I won't. I don't think I could eat that because I know somebody put it on their head. <laughs> or or at the very least if it won't fit on your head you're going to make a fist and put your hand inside of it and spin it around dude that thing is that might be one of the worst ideas ever i uh, wonder if it's supposed to be what do you think it's supposed to maybe supposed to be your the helmet off of a spacesuit maybe that's what it's supposed to be i don't i don't know i don't get the whole yeah i think it's supposed to be a helmet or a fishbowl one or the other yeah it looks like a fishbowl and we'll have to go over this this week but the new menu for kusafari coffee shop and bakery at disney's animal kingdom and i'll tell you what john i wanted to ask you but i can't remember the name of it you've eaten at the rosen crown many i mean at the the yorkshire fix and fish and chips quite a few times have you ever got the because i see now i've gotten the fish and chips many a times but i never got either have you ever got that that turnover or whatever it is full of meat the mushroom and all uh the little pa uh, pastry or pasty is yes dude i think that, i might have got it years ago that I, looks I so remember damn good somebody had it on one of the bloggers i'm not going to mention who but it really looked good and they got it with the fries with the steak fries but i'll tell you what th that looked really really good i gotta go try that they're the things that yeah. i love about the parks that without food and wine that we can all love that we we seem to forget of all the different options that you do have 
So they must have just brought that back because I don't think it was on the menu the last time me and Lisa were out here. So and we usually share the fish and chips anyway because it just gets to be too much if you get one for your, you know, yeah. one for everybody. So actually, that would be a good good idea to to get that and the fish and chips and yes. then split them in half. So. Yeah, we yeah. got to do a show coming up, John. We got to after everything gets back to normal and you get some kind of normal out normality where we could talk on a ride in or something. I would like to do the show. I've been thinking about it, of of places like that, of things that we haven't eaten that we want to try. Yeah, so. yeah. And if I, I can get back to these normal hours and get caught up on a lot of things, I mean, maybe if you know I'm off at four thirty or five o'clock, I could take an hour before I headed home and we yeah. I could actually give you a review. You know. Yes. So, so that's what we're shooting for. Believe me, guys, we're working our rear ends off to get these shows in. And all the other podcasters that are skipping weeks and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to toot our own horns, John, but we do do a lot to get this show to go out every week, don't we? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, Doug. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Yeah, kind of, kind of uh, where I, where I record at, and your hour and a half that you spend editing the show after we're done. So, yeah, yeah, we do. But and, and so. then and then surgeries and being we we make yeah. we try to get this show out whenever we can. And my and I and with your schedule now, I've been flipping my schedule because I appreciate you doing it with me. So I'm in the middle of stuff that I just okay, we're not doing it just because you can do it. You know, it's like we yeah. real we. We're dedicated to getting the show out, and I'm proud of us for it. So, hope you guys like it. If you don't, we're doing it anyway. So, <laughs> but if you do, please have your iTunes. We really appreciate some reviews, right, John? That would be great. That's the only way uh, we get our our message out there to to reach more people, and uh, and hopefully more people come see me on the buses. So. Yes. All right, John, go eat your salad. All right, sounds good. Everybody, be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye. Bye, bye, folks. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.